our season of Monster Hearts Recount deals with subject matter that some may find uncomfortable, such as underage sex and substance use, vampire age gaps, coercion, and violence. Always check the show notes for additional content warnings and feel free to check out the transcript for each episode available at therealmscast.com. Hey Realmers, what's up? It's Jordan. I'm playing Riri the Vampire and it's good to be here. Hey, hey, I'm Eli. I play Anna the Queen and it's good to be here. Hi, I'm Jory. I play Declan the Selkie and it's good to be here. Hi, I'm Jesse. I get to be in this one. That's really cool. I play Gwen the Fae. It's good to be here. Yay. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jillian. I am the MC, the Monster of Ceremonies, and it's good to be here. Welcome to Many Realms. Friday, September 25th, 1994 in Whitfield Bay, a quiet town on the sunshine coast of British Columbia. But quiet towns, small towns, have their secrets, don't they? Their darkness. Some things though are not a secret, like how right now Jocelyn Matherson is being escorted out of Whitfield Bay High for setting the school council votes on fire despite being a presidential candidate herself. Both her middle fingers are up and she does not look sorry. We find ourselves in the office of Principal Ribston with the two other candidates, Anna Gale and Declan Forsyth. Yeah, Declan is a senior at Whitfield High, medium height, medium brown hair, very skinny, very pale, and has very big blue eyes. He um, probably a little slouchy, a little grumpy to be here. And he is slouching back in his chair waiting for this meeting to get started. Anna is also medium-heighted, red hair, dewy complexion, and her signature pink hubba-bubba bubble in her mouth. She's got her black heels on the principal's desk. They're like uh, the like heeled boots type thing. She's not irritated or anything, but she has things to do and doesn't really know why she's here. So the principal walks in, looks completely exasperated, just does a hand gesture to suggest that you should immediately remove your boots from the desk. I do. Grabs a tissue, holds out her hand, and just says, your gum, Miss Gale. What if I (laughs) spit it out? And like, to taunt her, I just put the whole pack on my lap to be like, as soon as I leave, I'm going to chew more gum. (laughs) She just doesn't doesn't want you chewing it here in the office, on school property. (laughs) doesn't really acknowledge that. She sits behind her desk and uh, looks at both of you and just says, Declan, Anna, please tell me you had nothing to do with this whole fire incident. Miss Ripson, I would never, and I think you know that. Yeah, I, I don't know what uh, Jocelyn was up to. I didn't have anything to do with it. Can you tell me where you were 45 minutes ago? I think... Anna does have an alibi, but she was skipping class, uh, maybe with Riri. So she can't be like, I was with Riri smoking J's in the back. So she's like, I was in class. I was in English class. <laughs> yeah, that's illegal now. <laughs> they went back in time. That's illegal again. Wait, I'm in your English class, and I, if you were not in English, then I would like, I won't say anything, but I will say, yeah, I was in English too. Yeah, we were in English. Did Jocelyn tell you about her plans? Was this, you know, something she was planning or? No, ma'am. Jocelyn's just fucking crazy. Jocelyn doesn't really talk to me. We're not, don't run in the same circles. Right. All right. Well, I didn't suspect that either of you were involved, but, you know, I just have to make sure. Now, given that this was supposed to be the election, and now there is one less candidate. I suspect that an immediate revote would be perhaps rushed, so I will give you one week to do whatever you must in order to secure the votes, and if 
I hear a word about anything that gets you into trouble, there will be no election. No one will be able to put high school president on their resume or on their college application. Do you understand? I mean, Mr. Ibsen, someone's got to put it on the resume, so I don't understand. Then who will do what presidents do, which is a thing I know ahead of time. <laughs> it's mostly golf. <laughs> it's it. Yeah. Watch oh. the strive. <laughs> what you both need to understand is that this position is a privilege here at the school, and it must be earned. So if I hear that you are skipping classes or smoking on school property or chewing gum in the hallway, then you will be immediately disqualified from the race. The vote will be reheld next Friday. Got it. The principal takes a very deep sigh and just gestures for both of you to leave the office. On our way out, I'm going to ask Anna, so what did you have to do with it? You weren't in English. Oh, I actually didn't burn down the ballot box, but me and Riri were in the back alley behind the stadium. Thanks for uh, being super cool about it, though. Yeah, yeah. It's starting fresh. I'm going to put my hand out and be like, we gotta do this fair and square. I'll shake hands back, but like, be real, did you bring down the ballot box? No, I was actually in English. Oh my god, you're so funny. <laughs> Anna laughs a lot as if you were like telling a joke, but still shakes your hand. May the best candidate win. I will. <laughs> uh, that's, that's that. We should meet our other characters. I had this image in my head that, um... Gwen and Riri were just, like, sitting outside the principal's office, like, waiting for the other two. <laughs> Are we, like, their next of kin? Do we have, like, a right to, <laughs> like, wait outside? Gonna... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, that's good. Gwen is a young woman. She has very messy, kind of spiky black hair that runs down to her shoulders, sort of intense blue-green eyes. She is kind of serving you a general melange of like goth, alt, punk, grunge situations. Today, I think it's like um, a uh, light flannel in the warm September breeze and like a cool skirt and some great uh, heavy combat boots. She's pointedly not talking to Riri and just kind of surveying her on the opposite end of this room because she doesn't know Riri, I think, at all yet. And she's really concerned about what has brought Declan and Anna into the office. Riri has long shoulder length blonde hair that's kind of pushing into white. She usually wears the back half in one big kind of loose bun and then has the classic couple strands on the front look. She pretty much always wears like tight bottoms, big, big, uh, like kind of loose flowing uh, tops, big like extra large or large tees. Unless, you know, there's like a school dance or perhaps like a volleyball game or whatever team she's on and you got to wear the school uniforms those days. As uh, as Jesse said, Gwen, Gwen and her don't really have a relationship. It's kind of guy. It's going to unfold in real time. Um, similarly, I guess, is kind of just taking stock of the room. Yeah, and for the audience at home, Gwen and Riri are essentially like the campaign managers for Anna and Declan. Do you know what happened? Why they called them in there? Yeah, that, uh, that girl Jocelyn, she decided to burn the ballot box probably because she realized that she had no real shot at winning. Is that why the cops came to take her out? Well, yeah. I mean... That's kind of hardcore. Are you, are you friends? Do you know Jocelyn? Do you, do, do, do you know her? I mean, I'd seen her around. We weren't exactly close, but she did not strike me as a pyromaniac. Yeah, well, you know, this school has a funny way, I'm noticing, of bringing out the lunatic in us all. And, and, she, and she purposely eyes your outfit. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Where did you say you moved here from again? I'm from the UK. How come you don't have an accent? I uh, study hard to make sure that I fit in here at the high school. And so I have since shed my accent. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, maybe once the lunatic gas gets into your brain, you'll start squawking in British again. I suppose we'll see. Anna and Declan walk out. Hey, are you okay? Yeah, yeah. 
I redo on the election. Uh, we're voting next Friday again. Shit, seriously? Yeah. Yeah, what they said. Can we leave? Yeah. It's getting a little stuffy in here. Anna flicks Riri a piece of her bubblegum, and the two hot girls start to walk away. Cheerio. Bob's your uncle. Declan, impromptu campaign meeting? Yeah, let's let's do it. So we're going to find an empty classroom. So we have one week. Yeah, we, we're, we're good with, like, the art kids and uh, I think the, uh, the the shop kids. So maybe we should talk to, I don't know, the chess club or something, figure it out. What I'm thinking is that this could be a really great opportunity for us. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know how much of a shot we had against Princess Gale and her army of troglodytes and rowers and whatever. <laughs> but one thing I know for sure is that she is not much of a tactician. She's coasting on her name and her family. And if don't forget we, my face. And her face and her huge um, personality. Um <laughs> And I don't, I don't think she can improvise. I think if we can outsmart her, we could throw her off and we could make some great gains. Like, we need to be bold, be daring. Think of something we can do next week that will shake up the school. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we got the weekend to maybe come up with something to pull off Monday, some kind of, do we, like, do we want to do some kind of stunt? Saturday night. They're showing The Bridge on the River Kwai, Turner Classic Movies, 7 o'clock, My Place, Chinese Food, Brainstorming. Yeah, let's do it. We do our secret handshake. Good. As you're doing your secret handshake, uh, Mina um, walks by and spots you. Mina has, like, big curly hair that she wears in, like, a half pony and uh, large, large glasses. And she says... Oh, hey, are you both um, still coming to my party? It was supposed to be, like, presidential victory party, but, like... Yeah. Of course. There may not be enough victory to celebrate, but I gave Rusty a 20 this week, and I hope he's got some victory in the back of his truck ready for us. (laughs) Excellent. And uh, Declan, she looks you up and down and kind of... um, taps her bag, her shoulder bag, where you imagine perhaps she has your pelt. I take it you'll bring something exciting? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay, see you there. Bye. Should we explain the pelt thing? I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, so the uh, pelt is an important factor in the two default selkie moves. The first one is called outer skin. So when I wear my pelt, I look exactly like a seal. With it, I can breathe underwater and swim like the dickens. And if I want to, I can return to sea. If I go home, I cannot return and I would retire the character. The other move is called their world. And that says people can steal my pelt, but never destroy it. When someone withholds my pelt and demands that I do something for them, I get to add plus one to my rules in pursuit of that task. If they don't give me back the pelt in return, I take a string on them and they'll give me another task. Someone starts the game already having stolen my pelt, and that is Mina, who knows my sad seal boy secret and I guess is asking me to buy her drugs. You can interpret that however you want. Okay, get something. Get board games. And I am hoping to get it back for myself, because without the pelt, I cannot go home to my home, which is the ocean. Before the end of this scene, uh, I think Gwen is pretty perceptive. I think she notices like a weird current of only eight episodes. She kind of has to be. Uh, mm-hmm. I think she notices like a weird current of energy pass between Mina and Declan. And when Mina leaves, turns on her heel and walks out, she looks at you and she says, Declan, what was that? Oh, um, I just promised Mina I would I'd bring some some pot to the party tonight. That's it. Oh, why was she all weird about it? I mean, I don't know. Maybe she thinks like a teacher is going to walk by or something. If Principal Ribston heard us, could be a problem for our campaign. So I guess that's fair enough. Um, I'll see you tonight. <laughs> Wear your shiny shoes. Only my shiniest for you. Great. <laughs> what are Anna and Riri doing? Um, do we want to chat about our campaign at all? Are we too cool for that? Uh, Anna explains at the very least what happened. 
<laughs> campaign agenda win. Yeah. <laughs> like kinda, yeah. I feel like so at least for re So my understanding is that you're kind of just like you feel that you're a shoe in, yes. Yeah, I think so. Just like popular and whatnot. Too hot to lose. For re yeah. For re it's like a case by case basis of like manipulating key people rather than an overall like an overall campaign plan. It's like oh this is happening. Well then I gotta cut it off at mm-hmm. the pass or oh I I can sow seeds. Of, of doubt in that if I go to this person at this time it's like a constant um thing rather than like a she, she doesn't have much interest in the non like interpersonal aspect of helping run the campaign I think which uh, is why you're the candidate that I would team up with because it's like you got the broader strokes kind of handled by just being like hot and popular yeah 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 I think I think like Anna is like I'm doing my thing I'm doing me that includes succeeding it's just the natural order of things and like <laughs> I <laughs> people have to like you still on this podcast no I mean no, they Anna don't. doesn't <laughs> yeah no they don't Anna doesn't Anna might be like charismatic in person but like when I'm streaming her consciousness to this podcast yeah she's like incredibly selfish. Mm-hmm. She's, she's, I'm not going to go up to someone and be like, anyway, I'm obviously going to win. Right. (laughs) She's, um, she's like a little sneakier than that. But here confiding with like her friend and teammate, she's going to say like, yeah, I don't think we have to try that hard. Like, here's the thing. Jocelyn burnt down the ballot box. The only thing we have to worry about is like those extra votes that are now in the air. But pretty sure... Outside of all of that, we're kind of skating. Well, it seems you have a wonderful handle on things, Anna. In that case, I think I'm going to go home. Ta-ta for now. Bye, babe. Yeah, so where would you like to go to next in this choose-your-own-adventure game? I gotta score some drugs. So he probably, like, swings by Seth, grabs his tips. And who would he know to go to? Rusty. It's always Rusty. Uh, uh, probably, yeah. Rusty is like um, 19 at this point, somehow still in grade 12. He's, he's the person you go to for particular requests. Does Rusty just have his like truck perma parked in like the student parking lot kind of <laughs> moment? I think so. He's like a, a tall, kind of like shaggy dude. Um, he likes to just kind of like do the lean on the on the back or the side of the the truck and just like looking you know effortlessly cool in a giant jean jacket i think i'm a little bit antsy going to rusty because this is just the school parking lot like a teacher could come out at any time and i'm probably being seen talking to rusty would be a bit of a problem for me well why don't we have declan roll to keep your cool Keep my cool. Yeah, so name what you're afraid of and roll with cold. I am afraid of being caught by Principal Ripston or any other authority figures. First roll of the campaign. Don't fuck it up. I just might. Six. Oh, wait, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Seven. I forgot to add my plus one. (laughs) Okay. A mixed success. So on a seven to nine, the MC will tell you how your actions would leave you vulnerable and you can choose to back down or go through with it. Um, I think you are, like, eyes wide open, just, like, scanning for teachers and anything. I think you do see Mr. Krasinski leaving the school and, like, going to his car. So, if you keep, like, you're in the middle of the parking lot. You can, like, keep walking to Rusty and be seen. Or you can, you know, walk in a different direction but Rusty has definitely, like, seen you coming over. And so you can either, like, maybe get caught going over there or, like, look silly. Like, look nervous and unsure and uncool walking away from a drug dealer. I think I'm going to look uncool, unfortunately, which isn't great because my number one motivation is to look cool. <laughs> um, maybe, like, Rusty sees me take a, like, dramatic right turn I do a lap around the entire school and then come back (laughs) (laughs) he when you finally approach he just kind of looks at you and shakes his head what are you doing kid I'm sorry I just 
Principal Ribson was right there, and with the election and everything, you hear what happened with Jocelyn? Oh, everybody's heard. <laughs> yeah, so me and Anna were, they're, they're watching us. So I can't, I can't really be caught talking to you by the, uh, the powers that be or whatever. I think I'm going to ask for like an absorbent amount of weed. I gave it, I'm giving Rusty a 50 and okay, see okay. what happens. <laughs> nice. Okay. With no, no preamble, no conversation, just. We had a conversation about okay. Jocelyn. Okay, fair enough. He laughs and stuffs the, the money in his pocket. And I think he doesn't quite give you as much as you asked for. He uh, he goes in for like a, a bro hug to like slap the drugs in your hand and just kind of claps you on the back. And he says, look, if you're going to be coming out here, we got to work on your subtlety, man. Yeah, I just got to, once this election's over, won't have to worry about it. About drugs? I'm going to legalize weed. <laughs> <laughs> that is my promise to you, Rusty, today. <laughs> As president, as student body president. And no more Star Wars. <laughs> At least decriminalize. I like how you think. It's good Good to dream big. Yeah. We'll have fun at your little party. And um, maybe uh, take another lap around the school before, uh, before you go. All right, Rusty. See you on Monday. Uh, I have something I'd like to do. Hit me. Riri needs to consult the only person that she per- currently feels is her intellectual equivalent. Yes. This is all I've been looking for. Uh, which is Leonard, the uh, chess boy in the library. <laughs> Leonard. We're all just really excited because Jordan pitched this Leonard NPC, and I, I don't know if I get it at all, and I'm really excited, and I want to see so what I happens. I get it? You want to finally get it? I'm, I don't know what's going to happen in the scene, and I'm really thrilled. <laughs> um. Okay. You head to the library, and you go to the far back corner by the window, where there's a small table and uh, a, like, hunky teenager sitting there. He's pretty built. This is Leonard. Um, NPC, Jordan, so carefully designed. He's Maori, plays chess all the time. You're making me do a New Zealand accent. It's not going to be good. Anyway, I go back in the stacks to the section that no one goes to. It's just like the non-fiction encyclopedia zone. Yeah. Nice. And I, I pull up a chair um, and I make my first move as black. Doesn't white go first? White goes first, but he's already made it in anticipation of my my presence. This is fucking Batman to I go pawn to G4 and now the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Queen's Gambit podcast. Uh, I sit down and I say... Good evening, Leonard. You're still here. Well, yeah, mate. Always gonna play one more game. Yes, you're always ready for one more game. Uh, see, uh, Leonard, I've actually come. I'm in a hurry, but I needed to consult you today. Um, oh, so it's speed chess. Yes. Uh, Leonard pulls out that little timer that he keeps in his messenger bag. <laughs> oh, yeah. He can hit when yeah, it's done yeah, yeah. move. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it the usual rules? One question per piece? <laughs> so I'm the fucking Riddler? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if I was in high school and like I cultivated this personality, I think I'm the hottest shit in the world. Leonard seems humble. Leonard, what we all love about Leonard is that he's so unpretentious. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the usual moves. Make yours. Okay, we'll just say that we're playing chess in the background. <laughs> so, Leonard, did you hear about the events today? Riri, everyone, everyone's had. I wouldn't let it be known, but I will confide in you that I'm, I'm a little bit worried. I felt it was a tight campaign before, and I'm not sure that now those these these votes are going to be split. That if 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 we'll be able to recapture enough to secure our position. Well, here we've got you know five factions at the school, right? So there can't be a tie. You know, Anna Anna's got a lot going for her campaign, so I'm not sure what you're what you're worried about, mate. I I I feel a dark cloud on the horizon that I met the other advisor today, Gwen, and though I think I won our first altercation, I I feel though that she is an adversary most capable and that worries me. With your competitive spirit, I'm surprised you're not on the chess team. <sighs> well, Leonard, I've played enough chess in my life and frankly at this point Unless I am playing you, I find it to be quite dull. 
Well, that's fair. I am very good. <laughs> <laughs> you hear things. You you're flying the wall. Uh, I'm 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 wondering if there's any insight, anything that you've heard, any any chinks in the armor of of of, of the enemy that perhaps I can capitalize on. I kind of want you to roll a gaze into the abyss. Okay. And the abyss is Leonard's eyes. Woof. Uh, six. Big fail. So mark experience. You and Leonard kind of fall into, you know, the rhythm of speed chess. And, you know, amidst all, like, the, the tapping of the pieces and the clock and whatever, you're, you're just trying to, like, hone in on whatever this darkness might be that you feel. All you hear is just, like, screaming ocean waves in your ears. And it's it's just like static. You can't even focus on the game. Is this like a trance that I come out of? Yeah. What's the state on the board? Have I? Or, or, <laughs> you know what? Actually, I come out of it and I see the board with clarity, and I surrender my king, knowing full well that I have lost. Yeah, Leonard uh, reaches out to shake your hand. I take his hand and I shake it. I guess wordlessly, I I pull away from my chair and walk away in in thought. Um, All this stemming from, I should say, from a small interaction with Gwen. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm sure you'll, I don't know if in your lore vampires can see themselves in the mirror, but I'm sure you will stare at yourself in in a reflection and have a crisis about it later. Leonard just like calls after you. Consider the chess team. Am I under your skin? Am I in your mind? Can you fucking smell me? I'm going to rip you to fucking shreds, bitch. Welcome to many realms. That's how it opens. I just I'm very surprised that like us being like, I wonder what happened in there. Got like very adversarial for Riri. So I guess I'll <laughs> lean into it. <laughs> just looking at the clock here. Why don't we uh, jump to the party? Fuck yes. It's an S club party. Ain't no party like an S club party. And S stands for Secret Beach. Secret Beach. Secret Beach. Is that the name of the, like, its full proper name is Secret? It was founded by Colonel Nathaniel Secret. (laughs) Uh, No, I think that's just what, like, the teens call it. It's the known party spot. There's public beaches down the way, which is closer to King's Cove Marina, where there's a bunch of docks and boats and the fancy restaurant. Um, So this is um, north up the coast, kind of at the bottom of the bluffs. Um, I think that Anna and the rowing team are, like, one of the first ones there. Like I said, like, we didn't go get ready or anything. I would say Declan is probably there pretty early, too, because his he does live in a cave nearby. And you have to you have to parcel the weed into little baggies for everyone. Do you do you do that? <laughs> what are you doing when you get to the party, Declan? What am I doing when I get to the party? Um, is it, like, just me and the rowing team? I think Iara and Elizabeth are also there. Um, so the rowing team is Jake, Kennedy, and Evan. Jake and Kennedy are both part of Anna's hive mind. So is Iara. Iara runs the school newspaper. Elizabeth is, um, one of the shop kids. Uh, she's pretty quiet and keeps to herself. She's got that, you know, mysterious girl thing going for her. Yeah, of all these people, probably Elizabeth is the person I would go hang out with. Because I, too, am a kid from the shop. Actually, I guess I would go to Mina first and give her my individual baggies of weed because I did do that. I did spend time making them nice. I get put, I wrote everyone's name on the ear. No, I did not do that. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my name is... Poor Mina. This one is for Mina. This one is for Elizabeth. Um, Or I give Mina the weed. I say, hey, I got it. Rusty came through. So this is your idea of a good time, huh? I don't know. You weren't specific, man. Did you want something else? Hey, I'm not saying I'm disappointed. Sound disappointed. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, she's not disappointed. Um, I think this was like a test to... Like, see see what you would do, right? Like, she kind of said, surprise me or, like, make this fun and this is your idea of a good time. Um, so that that is what she has learned about you. Okay, I see. Yeah. So what else do you need from me, Mina? For you to have a good time, dumbass. 
So if I have fun at this party, then I look good and I have thrown a good party. She shakes the weed bags playfully. <sighs> All right, I can do that. I can have fun. You got it. Yeah, I'm trying to think about because I I don't have a good sense of what like my relationship with Mina is because Mina has like she's tight with Gwen and she was tight with with Anna. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Mina's probably hanging out with Gwen and I a lot. I don't know, like, how, like, I feel like I have an adversarial relationship with her. Yeah, you know when, like, your best friend has another best friend and you're like, but I'm the better best friend. I actually kind of think, yeah, that I I spend my time with each of you pretty separately. Because it's like, we're doing campaign stuff versus, like, I'm hanging out with my bestie Mina. Uh, Also, can I ask, do do we want to talk now about, like, how Mina came to have the pelt? Sure. I am also interested in how Mina came to have your pelt. Yeah. So I feel like I'm pretty secret. At, like, I, I've established that I don't, like, want people to know that I'm a seal boy. That is a bit of a secret. I also have talked about ahead of time that, like, I kind of just literally washed up in town and started going to school. So I, like, got a job and live in a cave. Um, so I don't know if Mina, like, stumbled upon me like me on the beach sometime and like figured me out and took my pelt as like probably like I don't know what end she would have but like to have that over me like it is kind of a blackmail situation okay yeah I I think Mina is complicated because like not being in with Anna and not being independently popular has left her kind of an outsider in a lot of ways. So, yeah, she's gotten close with Gwen over, you know, the past little bit, maybe trying to, like, edge her way back into, like, some kind of defined social circle. She plays on the chess team. She's, like, known for throwing a good party. I think that's one of the reasons people like her, but I don't think she's particularly close with anyone outside of Gwen. Okay. So then I do think that, like, having a bit of a strange relationship with her makes sense. Mm-hmm. What's Anna up to? Like, fun flirting with everybody. Uh-huh. Anybody who comes to the party, she she's, like, not going to be cliquey and, like, just hang out with the rowing team. Because I think the rowing team are also kind of, like, they're all, they all kind of have golden retriever energy. Like, they're not trying to be mean boys. So when, when more people come to the party, like... I think Anna's had some shrooms and might be generous, maybe, um, and just, like, catches up as soon as anyone gets, as soon as anyone arrives. Okay, I mean, is there anybody, like, in the NPC list that you want to talk to? Um, Kennedy is um, Jocelyn's half-sister, so if you did want to ask Kennedy about Jocelyn, you can. I do. I do want to ask that. So, Kennedy is in my hive mind so i could just telepathically ask but hmm, who else is around yeah oh yeah i'm the i'm the firstborn of hive mind as popular girls always are um so (laughs) i have something called streaming which is the ability to telepathically communicate with um my three hive mind members at any time And I think we've already kind of touched on this, but Mina used to be a fourth member, but she kind of wanted out. Um, And so I willingly let her go because we were best friends. And now, I don't know. Now I have three people. And one, sorry, one is in the student newspaper and two of them are on the rowing team. So are they thralled to you? They do whatever you want? Yeah. I mean, they still are like usually free willy, I think. What the fuck? Why did you say that? Fucking magic school bus ocean adventures campaign. Welcome to Lobster Hearts. Have you ever seen Free Willy? I didn't realize that's a reference I was making. I just add Y to the ends of things all the time. Haven't you noticed? Like having free will. I I meant like they're free will-ish. They're free will and Unless I'm like, I need you to do X, then they will do X. Who are you talking to? You wanted to talk to Kennedy. Where are you having this conversation? Who's yes. There? So I do want to talk to 
everyone anytime someone comes to the party but my like ongoing conversation that's kind of like start and stop is talking to kennedy who is jocelyn's half sister about why the fuck she did that so why the fuck did she do that she's trying to make the news or well from what i understand like she totally like read the votes and she thought she was gonna win so she torched it so she wouldn't have to be president which is kind of fucking crazy right oh my god she was gonna win yeah well that's what she said anyway and then she didn't want to do that um because dad is always like breathing down her neck about it because he thinks he's some sort of politician for being like a ceo or whatever and he thinks his daughters should be equally political and um she wanted out so she's probably already in vancouver by now staying with her aunt because you know dad's not gonna have like that kind of pyromania energy in the house are you kidding oh my god that's crazy uh is your sister gonna get like help or something uh like presumably they'll dad will just like throw money at the problem until it goes away well congrats on the sister remover <laughs> yeah we cheers to cheers to Josie I guess do I have any other questions about this did Josie by any chance say like who came in second no you know she was only reading for her name yeah I know I thought it was worth a shot well who cares you get like an extra week right I just want this to be over with and just be done and like do all the fun stuff and people clap for me you know like she claps. Uh, she, I think this is maybe Anna's thing. She like also, she's also a little drunk. Like, um, she's like caressing Kennedy's cheek and is like, you give me everything I want, babe. Yeah, are you trying to turn her on or? I mean, like, not as a vote maybe because she's already part of my hive mind. She has to vote for me. Yeah, no, that's just like a regular move. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. You yeah. can just want beach sex. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to use that a lot, I guess. Sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do hot girl shit. I'm here for hot girl shit. That's a six. Damn. Okay. Mark experience. Okay. Um, Kennedy just like pushes you away. Not now. Later. Got it. What else is happening at this party? Can I be at the party? Please be at the party. First of all, I don't care if these get cut, if this is a gavazoleum, but here's what Gwen is wearing to this party. I thought about this a lot. Um, it's a uh, crushed velvet midnight blue dress to about mid-thigh with the spaghetti straps, black uh, choker, blue eyeshadow, and um, a one of those like mesh bodysuits that's long sleeve and just to like the crotch, and a couple like nice silver rings. And some big boots because she doesn't want to wear nice shoes clomping around in the sand. Eli, do you have a question? <laughs> Are you, I do. Are you like, is Gwen like very open about her dislike of Anna? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think that um, specifically, I think it's shitty of you. Like, I don't care if you want to be like a vapid, like beach slut on your own time. That's between <laughs> you and God. But when you want to try to run for school president and I know you're not going to like do anything or actually try to like meaningfully improve anyone's experience at school, and you just want it for like clout. That kind of rubs me the wrong way. You're like very much part of the problem that way. Okay. So um, I think I've been like neutral towards you, just not interested. I also think that um, I wonder if Mina acts very like coldly or weirdly to you or about you so i've ever been like hey why did you like stop hanging out with anna and if she's ever been like uh hanging out with anna is like weird or bad then i've definitely been like and also you like were weird to my best friend so that's like a, a flavor of it too and when i get to the party actually my like goal for the scene is to have someone on one time with mina who is my bestie and maybe we go for like a stroll along like a little bit away from the bonfire Thanks for throwing this tonight. I mean, that looks like a really great party. Yeah, your your boy Declan came through with some party favors, so... Love me a loot bag. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know I haven't been... Like, we haven't had... We haven't spent as much time together because I've been so busy working on the campaign and I've been spending a lot of time with Declan, but I just wanted to, you know, check in, 
Are you good? How are you? Well, I'm throwing a rager, so I'm great. Yeah? Have you uh, picked any schools you're going to apply to next year? It's still early. I'm still, you know, keeping my options open. Oh, and I finished uh, I finished reading Carrie that you lent me. That ending is so crazy. Right? I told you. <laughs> this guy's brain is, like, messed up. Like, it's totally sick and twisted. It's awesome. Yeah, I love it. Mina, can I, um, can I tell you something? I wish you would. You have to promise, you have to promise me not to spread it around to anyone else. Do not read a word of this, or as per our sacred pact, I am allowed to strangle you in your bed, okay? <laughs> this is, this is bed strangle serious. Kinky, I'm in. I may, or may not, um, kind of totally have a crush on Declan. What? I know, I, it's like really weird, but we've been spending so much time together on the campaign. And I mean, I know you kind of think he's a bit of a dweeb and like he kind of is a bit of a dweeb, honestly, but he, he's so like, he's not like anyone else at Whitfield Bay. He's so excited and like eager and curious and he wants to know about the world and he wants to watch all these movies with me and he's like willing to learn and listen and and like try sort of it's refreshing honestly so you found a new movie buddy then no mina no i'm not saying that at all i just okay well you're spending so much time with him on this campaign and don't really have time for me and now you want to go like get some of that so (laughs) no i'm telling you because i because you're my best friend and i share everything with you and i kind of was hoping that if i told you this you might maybe kind of relax around him a little bit you're very i mean you're kind of rude to the guy isn't it anything against you as far as i'm aware it's not personal you wouldn't get it (sighs) try me you ever get like weird vibes from deck like from anyone do i ever get weird vibes from anyone yeah i mean sure uh sometimes i think rusty is staring at my chest when i buy booze from him but like (laughs) that's part and parcel i always figured no like something bigger what do you mean i don't know for a while sometimes i just feel like when i'm near someone i just there's there's vibes. I can't I can't put my finger on it. I can't name it. I just something says don't don't be here. Don't get close here. I reach out and I grab her hand and I squeeze it and I say Mina, I don't know exactly what you're saying, but I I'm glad you're telling me this. Are you are you feeling okay? Is there anything I can do for you? No, I'm fine, Gwen. Just enjoy the party. Okay, yeah, um, they've got, uh, Maltese Falcon at the Bijou next week, and if we win, you know, popcorn's on me. I think she, she playfully pushes you towards the waves. <laughs> Careful, this is crushed velvet. It's dry clean only. <laughs> That's not true. This is, like, fake crushed velvet polyester that I got at Proto H&M, <laughs> the swamp that would become H&M. I fished it out. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, that's that was my scene. I wanted to have make that confession to Mina. Cool. Anna has been bullying you behind your back. Like you've been talking shit? Yeah. Doesn't matter. You I, don't hear I it. I just want you to know. I heard that you were talking shit and you <laughs> didn't think that I would hear it. <laughs> do I know that you have the hive man thing? Um, do I know you're a vampire? I don't think so. Uh, okay. I need to understand the uh, vampire-esque rules for this, uh, Jillian. What I need to know is... If I seduce and steal a boy away t- behind a dune and I suck his blood, is he just going to be like, hey, guys, like yesterday, like I totally got my blood sucked. Jordan. And they're like, is that like a metaphor or like? Um, well, you it, that's going to depend on the moves that you picked. Uh, yeah, um, I, I do. I do have uh, my one at wall. Uh, I have hypnotic and the feeding was what I was going to do before. But either way, I'm at a party. People are drunk. People are on shrooms, apparently. People are high. This is a hot, hot pool of blood. I need just any, really any of the 
members of the rowing team are fine. They're interchangeable. Uh, whoever looks. <laughs> they have personalities. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't care about that right now. Wow. <laughs> so you said you said Jake is the boyfriend to who? Sorry. Kennedy. I'm going to go for Jake anyway. <gasps> <laughs> don't cause trouble in my hive mind. Do it. Okay, maybe there's like an opening where Kennedy and Yara and I are like kind of making fun of a little bit of Gwen. Right. And we're like in this like really petty circle of just like being gossipy bitches. <laughs> and so like like Kennedy's not going to notice what Jake's doing right now. I mean, what what's Jake doing? I think he and Evan are just like, I think they're just talking about rowing because that's what people on the rowing team do. Okay, so sure. sorry, there's, it's Jake and who, sorry? Jake and... Evan. Jake and Evan. Whatever, I'm going up to both them now at the same time. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, hey boys, well, how's the party going? Oh, you know, the girls have uh, gone off to do the gossip thing. We're talking about rowing because uh evan here was a little bit off on the water mm -hmm. today mm. so yes very interesting yes <laughs> <laughs> look uh can i actually borrow you two for a second i uh i got a whole case of beer uh just over there i couldn't i couldn't carry it all the way here though my arms i was carrying it from home and my arms they're yeah, just yeah, too... say no more say no more uh, I go around uh, some type of like mound or hill or something, something out of sight. Uh, they're like, where'd you say your car was? Oh, it's just over here. Uh, it's just, it's just uh, on the floor in the back there, boys. And uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll unlock the door. Evan, Evan opens the door and it's like, do you have a light? No, it's just there on the floor. Are they, are they inside? What are they doing? <laughs> I'm gonna kidnap them. My cask of Amontillado is in the back seat of my sedan. No, just a little deeper. <laughs> Fucking Edgar Allan Poe. Breaks up my Toyota. I mean, like, <laughs> you've got like a great view of Jake's ass as he, you know, <laughs> bends, like, he's standing outside, but like, trying to, like, rummage on the floor. He's obviously not feeling beer because you made it up. Now, suck his ass blood. <laughs> yes, yes! If this keeps up, I am just going to say that. Just get in the back seat. Is that a threat? No, it's a request. I mean, I think, like, to get someone to do what you want, like, you can roll to turn someone on. Okay, let's do that. I take off my sweater, I say, oh, it's very, very cold out here. I'm just going to crawl in the back. Oh, I seem to have forgot my blanket. Oh! Thirteen. Oh, yeah, as Jake was kind of like, you know, nervously, whatever, you like playfully kind of shove him into the car. And Evan's nice. like, hey, what, like, what the hell, Riri? And you're like, oh, it's so warm in here. It's so cold. Evan's going to promise something he thinks you want, which is he's going to get in the car with you. Nice. I think Jake is embarrassed and awkward about it. But you have them both in the car with you. I straddle Jake, and I'm starting my hypnotizing. Okay, what is that? I can hypnotize people who have currently no strings with me. On a 10 and up, they do exactly what I wish and have no idea that anything is wrong. On a 7 to 9, it works, but I have to choose one of the three options. Uh, I guess I'll do Jake first. That is a 14. <laughs> and, and, a, and a 9 for Evan, so both successes, but one is mixed. Okay. This can't get any more lewd. I'm gonna choose of these options that I have, which just for, because maybe I'll do this a couple times. Uh, they can either realize exactly what I've done to them, they can fuck up my commands, or their sanity is unhinged. I'm going either with they realize it, or their sanity is unhinged. I think Jake has absolutely, like, n Jake obviously has no clue what's going on. He is lost in your eyes, and Evan knows exactly what you've done. Oh, sorry. Uh, hey guys, just me, Jordan here. If you actually want to hear this premium content, you have to subscribe to our Patreon, in which we describe the following scene don't. in full detail with hot, bloody vampire sex with two boys in the back of a car. Jordan knows how to do a premiere episode, and that's what I appreciate about his presence here on the show. <laughs> I have some questions. Great. Me I too. hope so. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I have, actually, I have one. First, uh, what is a forward? Plus one forward means uh, you take plus one on your next roll. Oh, well, I want to take two of those because I'm feeding, but no, I'm all good now. Okay, that was one of my questions. Are you drinking their blood? I am so, this is uh, just a mess of, I was going to say fluids, but maybe I shouldn't say it. I think that's clear. Yeah. This is a fluidy mess. Sweat, we got sweat, we got, you don't have we to got listen. blood, okay. we got everything. Yeah. <laughs> and the other. And the other one. And are you, are you having sex with them? Yes. Okay, you Both have a them. sex move. Right, I do. When I deny someone sexually gangstering in them, when you have sex with someone, lose all strings on them. How do I have sex and get strength on them? Uh, you don't. That's not your playbook. You're a fucking tease. Well, it's okay. I didn't have any strings anyway, and I get their blood, so I still come out net positive. What, um, if you, if you had to describe this scene w- with, like, two adjectives, what would it be? Tasty, and I guess it would be kind of violent. Tasty and violent. Tasty yeah. and violent. <laughs> Great. Excellent. I would love to smash cut to Anna. Are you, like, too drugged out to know what's up? Or do you know exactly what's happening? Uh, I think she's pretty good. She's pretty experienced in this regard, so Anna knows what's happening. She's having a good time, but she's not, like, gone. Sorry, do you know what's happening with your hive? <laughs> oh, yeah! Um, let me read exactly what happens with streaming. Hold on. You have a telepathic connection with your gang members. You can always hear their emotions and fears. If you try to hear their specific thoughts, gaze into the abyss about it. So I I know how they're feeling. Uh, yeah, you, you start getting those, like, lusty tingles. It starts off, I think, like, as, like, curiosity and excitement and then fear and then it's just, like, straight euphoria. How would I deal with this? I mean, like, I don't really care for my own sense of, like, Anna is definitely, like, a let's share the love type. Like, I understand. You gotta have fun. That's fine. But I also don't want you to cause any trouble with Kennedy and Jake that's gonna, like, give me a headache in any way. Can I make a suggestion? Are you open to that? Yes. Would it be cool if I heard that you were talking shit and I came up to argue with you and so you were more kind of distracted from the uh, scary horny? <laughs> sure. Maybe if you come over and pick a fight, like, Anna will just be like, well, maybe they're fucking each other. I don't know. They've done it before. Yeah, and it can be like a later a later thing for you. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what exactly you were you said you were talking to people about me? What have you been saying? You show up to the party trying way too hard. I look amazing. And Anna's like, I just, I think in general you're a tryhard. Like, stop pretending that you love your pretentious shitty movies and just, like, watch the latest thing that's out like the rest of us. Like, it's honestly embarrassing because you put on this air like she doesn't care. I want to, like, really get into it when you show up, which is why I'm like, you know? Sure, but I get the whiff of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm making my way back to the center of the party after talking with Mina. And I definitely hear my, like, name get batted about a few times because people don't realize I'm making my way back yet. And I hear uh, Anna laughing um, with, you know, her friends around the fire talking shit. That's right. And I also notice that she's not with her, like, a couple members of her hive mind, especially, like, the bulkier, manlier ones have disappeared. So she's in, like, a relatively vulnerable state. Not that I really am, like, so calculated as that, but I'm just like, oh, she's just sitting there, like, whatever. So I say, hang on a second, Mina. And I walk over to you, and I say, you must have a pretty strong ego to spend your whole night bitching about somebody else like I'm not even here. Where do you get off? Honey, I barely noticed you were here, so I might as well have been talking about the ball. Well, then you're obsessed with the wall and you've been talking about it all night. So you're a weird fucking wall psycho. That actually wasn't as good a comeback as you thought it was. Honestly, Anna, I just think it's really sad that you have to sit here and ask people to hang on your every word because you have no sense of self or confidence or personality. And all you are is a fucking empty shell being propped up by your where are your little boyfriends? 
believe it or not, I don't always know what everybody is doing because I'm having a good time here. And I'm not always thinking about what other people are doing or saying about me and how people might not like me like you. You've literally been talking about me all night. That's why I came over here. Because you won't stop running your fucking big mouth. Because you think that everyone here is going to protect you and your daddy will come and bail you out of any problem you get yourself into. Here's the thing. Was your name Gwen? When people actually like you- You can't act like you don't know my name. You've been talking about me all night. You're not getting it because you're Oh, so you've been paying attention to me too. When I hear my name, I listen like a are you Are you from fucking Mars? Um, here's the thing. When people actually do like you, you can rely on them to have your back and help you out and bail you out. But you don't know what that's like because nobody fucking likes you and everybody wishes you weren't at this party. It's honestly embarrassing that you dressed up just for everybody to make fun of you. You should probably go home right now. I feel like I would step in on, at this. Step in in one beat. <laughs> when when I go Yeah, Anna, you're right. I'd really hate to be overdressed and I'm going to throw my beer in her face and splash all over her clothes. Right. And then and then challenge her to helmet and gloves. Anna punches her. Okay, please lash out physically. Okay. <laughs> or maybe punches her? Maybe like the ocean's there. Maybe like throws her in the ocean. <laughs> like, right. like pushes her in the ocean. Oh. Eight, make success. You harm them, but choose one. They learn something about your true nature and gain a string on you. The MC decides how bad the harm turns out, or you become your darkest self. Uh, the MC decides how the harm turns out. Okay. You are highly intoxicated, and what you intend as like a playful push is pretty hard. <laughs> and you're not really, you're not really taking a look at like what's around. This is a rocky part of the beach. Oh God! It's not really where you want to be uh, shoving people in the water. You shove Gwen down and she kind of like hits a bunch of rocks and she takes two harm. <gasps> Shit. Oh no. Hmm. I think my hive mind is going to be like, are you okay, Anna? And I'm going to really play up that like Gwen started this. How am I? Yeah, let's say like your like arm and shoulder is pretty fucked up. Um, you don't hit your head, but you're probably bleeding from the rocks. It's like sprained at the very least. So I'm assuming like someone is coming to help me is what I'm getting at. I'm like, okay, I'm not just gonna stand back up and be like, you bitch, I'm taking too hard. I'm like, oh. <laughs> no, I think I'm gonna get up and be like, you bitch and go get you out of the water. <laughs> I'm a strong swimmer. So I'm like gonna be like, what the fuck? And go grab Gwen and make sure she's okay. Maybe say to Anna some while I'm running like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like shut her down? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Um, Anna's not sorry. <laughs> I decided. Anna's inside monologue is like, well, she shouldn't have come over here and started a fight that she can't finish. But her outside monologue is like, oh my God, there's beer on me. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's totally valid for Declan to say what the hell is wrong with you and to roll to shut someone down. So shut someone down is rolled with cold, so that is a 10. Uh, yeah, on a 10 up, choose one from below. They lose a string on you. If they have no strings on you, gain one on them. They gain a condition or you take one forward. Ah, uh, can I give you a condition? Please. Do it. Um, what's a good condition for this? Like, drama queen? I think what I'm going to say, I don't think I'm going to go with drama queen. I think what I'm going to do is I, while I'm like making sure Gwen is okay, I'm going to be like, she was just standing up for herself because you were talking shit. You didn't have to be so violent. And I think the condition I'm giving you is violent. Violent. That's good. That's yeah. pretty fair. I think she's pretty violent. Beat the shit out of her now. <laughs> I, I, I pushed Declan down the same rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would love to, like, end the episode with, like, Declan cradling Gwen against a giant piece of driftwood by the fire or something. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, like, cough a bit of water. I'm, like, so out of it. My arm is in, like, extreme pain. And I look up and I just see, like, fire-lit Declan leaning over me, worry in his big blue eyes. And I'm just, like, totally, completely, like, head over heels. You just listened to episode one of Monster Hearts Recount. This will be our shortest campaign yet. I'm talking half as long as Tallow or Lakeshore. So if you've been waiting for the right moment to tell a friend about the show, this is it. 
retweets and shares are always appreciated. If you need more Many Realms in your life, can I humbly suggest our Patreon? This show wouldn't be possible without your financial support. Every dollar that we get from Patreon or coffee keeps this podcast hosted and transcribed. Principal Ribston in this episode is named after our patron Ribston, who also draws us art sometimes. Thank you. Merci. If you want to listen to the session zero that gives you character creation and backstory gossip for this campaign, that's available to patrons of all tiers right now. Give that a look at patreon.com slash many realms. If you're new, know that we transcribe every single episode, including all our bonus content on Patreon. These transcripts are annotated, so no one is left out of our content or our jokes. If ever you don't get the anime reference we're making, or if our humor is very Canadian, you can always check the transcript. Link for that in the show notes or head to therealmscast.com. That's all for now. We'll be back in two weeks. Take care.